0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. I'm Jessica. I'm here with my bestie, Laurie Wallace. Hey, y'all. Um, First of all, you guys, thank you so much for joining us this lovely Monday. We know that your time is very valuable. We are honored that you choose to spend a little bit of time with us. Unreal. If you have any five-star reviews you're willing to dole out, we like those. They're actually my favorite. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Please rate, review, like, share, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, YouTube. Take your pick. I mean, we're on all of it, except for Twitter. Okay.
1: That's <laughs> okay. I think we say enough. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just going to have a little quickie episode, a little pick me up Monday
1: about your truth. Oh. Ooh. This was like... a. Yeah. This, this is, is a crunchy topic for Laurie. Like,
0: it's a crunchy topic for Laurie and uh, myself as well. And um, Laurie and I have just been going through a lot of shifts and changes where our truth is... Different? Different and <clears throat> bubbling to the surface.
1: Yeah. yeah. So... I think the first thing that I would point out about truth is that I feel like after 2020, I was really fixated on the idea that there was one truth. What do you mean? I mean that everybody's so polarized and has like different opinions about like what's true and what's not true. Oh, okay. Or okay. like that, you know, I think it had a lot to do with the pandemic. And that everybody was all of a sudden a medical expert that worked in a research (laughs) laboratory that knew everything about this novel virus that nobody knew anything about, you know. Mm -hmm. And that there was so many versions of the truth, so many versions of like what it was, what it wasn't, what you were supposed to do, what we should be doing, that everyone had their truth about what was happening in 2020. And then it was also like a political thing too, you know, like where everybody would clearly see something happen. And it was like, you saw it with your eyeballs, right? So it was true, (laughs) except that then you talk to someone else and they would have seen the same thing with their eyeballs and they would have a totally different story about what happened, you know? And so I, this idea of like everybody gets to have their own truth fucks me up every time because I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. there's one truth. Like there's one truth and we all saw what fucking happened. And just because you didn't like it and you want to spin it one way. So I've been a real bitch about the everybody's <laughs> allowed to have their own truth. I'm like, no, you're not. Um, but you are. Are is kind of like what this episode is all about. So,
0: well, I think that there's me. a difference between <laughs> truth and facts. Is that weird?
1: Oh, no, that's totally the difference that we're talking about. But, like, that people have their own facts now, too.
0: Well, right. That even scientific facts can be like, taken different ways and you're like, no, this is what science says.
1: Or you can just get on the internet and find an article that supports your non-fact because there's so many crazy kooks out there doing that shit that then you believe, like, that you can find what you're looking for and then shove it in somebody's face and be like, no, look at my fact. It's more factier than your fact. Like,
0: (laughs) Um, So what's truth? No, it's so funny that you say that. Um, The other day before we closed the salon, Nancy, (laughs) Nancy, our friend, Nancy, she always has the funniest stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard her talking to one of her clients about crazy truths. Yeah. And, um, she had a client whose husband was in the air force or something. He was some sort of pilot. I want to say a military pilot. So he probably has access to information that a lot of us don't have. Right. But thankfully, (laughs) right. Don't give me that information, Mm -hmm. please. Um, Anyway, this client's husband's brother is a flat earther. Oh. And so he was talking about. This is about, what I'm talking right, about. Yeah. So he was talking about how the earth is flat. and But the husband that was in the Air Force or whatever was some military pilot for the government, I don't know, was like, I've literally flown over the world, like, from a distance. Right.
1: And let me tell you
0: and i saw it with my own eyeballs mm-hmm. the earth is round right and that the brother said no no that was an illusion see what happened was yeah. and so literally this conversation just happened the other day and i thought how in the world does someone take
1: something like that and shift it into no what you saw was fake that is like mansplaining to a man. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I so this is this is why I had such a hard time with this concept of like everybody gets to have their own truth. Until I was in a specific situation where my truth didn't line up with the way somebody else was looking at something. And it was all about our hater on Instagram is what it was. You know, like that was my first oh, time.
0: Our our first troll.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, the first time that I really had to wrestle with this idea that like from her perspective. The way she felt was her truth. That was a hard one. It was her truth. It was. Right. And that from my perspective, What we were talking about. Like,
0: oh my gosh, that's totally not us. No. How could you ever get that? And I was so
1: hurt that she had this perspective of the badass ladies club that was not intended. And that in actuality, we both got to look at this one situation in two different ways. And that that's okay for us to both have our truth, our perspectives, our opinions, right? Because her. Outlook of life and the way that she does everything is based in a different reality than mine and that that was a lot for me to reconcile at the time and and I think because of it and I was so I felt so attacked by her you know like and that I and that the things she was attacking us about were not who we were that it made me really defensive at the same time that it didn't make me mad or want to lash out at her. Like it made me cry and fall into a freaking puddle, dude. Like I was so hurt and upset by it. But what healed around that was this idea that like, it didn't matter if that's really what she thought about us. What matters is, did I do anything wrong? And I didn't, and we didn't. Okay. And I truly believed that. And, are we entitled to our own truth on the topic? And we are, you know? like
0: because I think in that particular instance, what the difference between the truths and we could go deep into this mm -hmm. for a lot of different subjects is based on your life experience. Yes. So, I mean, do we just want to say what this was about? Sure. It was about our money mentality episode, okay? Yeah. And the clip on Instagram and actually... Well, this is an assumption. I think it's something that I said in the clip.
1: I don't even know which one of us said it.
0: That she took as ableist.
1: Ableist, yeah.
0: That that's what the label that was put on us is that we were ableist because, yes, we are two white women who, um, you know, I don't think that people like it when we talk about like, oh, Manifest money and no, it just happens. But if you listen to the whole episode, right. we said we're not talking about like obviously, we're not women of color, we're not women in like a poverty, br- poverty background, yeah. ba- background. We were speaking from our experience, right?
1: Therefore, it is our truth, and we get to speak from our experience, like. correct?
0: And so, whether it's about money, race, um politics mm. your truth is based on your life experience yeah. and that sucks
1: <laughs> it sucks when you also i mean like on this topic of money mindset that's what was that guys honestly that's what's hard about having a podcast right is that um you know this chick that came at us she didn't have a podcast. Because I bet your ass if she did, I could listen to one of her episodes and find a million things that I wanted to pick apart and attack her about, you know, like. And so I know and in retrospect, it's so funny because I can look at the whole situation today and recognize that for Laurie's truth, you and I did everything right. And she's the one that looks like the bully. Right. Right. So if I were to see that on someone else's page, I'd been like, oh, what an asshole, you know, like. And clearly that's not where they were coming from. And that it, she's still entitled to her truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm still entitled to mine. And as long as I have a podcast, I intend to keep telling that and that there's going to be lots of people that are going to come up against my truth. Right. That's also true of my previous work circumstances. I got my truth on a lot of things that went down in my last job. And there are other people that were a party to that that have their truth about what happened in that. Oh, yes. (laughs) And all of those things, we get to have our own truth. What is fact is variable on what you choose to remember. And that's, I guess, part of the thing that I think is so fascinating about political and this recent like health pandemic that we've been in that like. Facts aren't things anymore. It's so emotionally charged around what you believe and everyone gets to decide what they believe from any source that they get it from. So it's not really about believing things based around a fact. It's about how, how I, do I feel about how do that I feel fact? about it. <laughs> and then I'm going to draw my own facts based right. off of how I feel. So this idea of truth, all of a sudden, where before I used to hold so, like when it would piss me off when everybody would talk about having their truth versus your truth. What made me so mad about that was I was like, no, there's like one truth. And I don't feel that way anymore after all of these things that we're talking about where now I'm really open and flexible to the idea that like Laurie gets to design her world and her truth and her reality in any way that she wants to. And if your truth and your world and your reality look different, awesome. You live that. Mm -hmm. See how that works out for you because I'm going to see how mine's working out for me and that I have a lot less attachment in needing those two things to line up. I don't need them to line up. And I'm still really angsty about this idea that facts don't exist anymore. Right. So I love that you pointed out that like truth and facts are the difference between those two things, because that's absolutely it. I just have zero faith in humanity's ability (laughs) to determine what's an actual fact anymore because none of that shit is real anymore.
0: This is kind of going off topic, but relates. Um, Are you familiar with Dr. Fakenstein? No. Tell me. So, I'll have to show you a video. If you YouTube Dr. Fakenstein, I'm doing
1: um,
0: it. there's a technology out there where, and this is a really silly, you know, um, example. You know how much I love Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how much um, Ron Swanson is like... <laughs> My soulmate. I die. (laughs) Um, There's a video out there where they put Ron Swanson's face on every character of Full House. (laughs) And it's a whole (laughs) opening scene. So, like, even little Michelle has, like, Ron Swanson, like, mustache and everything. But, Laurie, my whole point to this, it looks so real. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really funny. And um, this was years and years ago when I saw it. And I showed it to Aaron and I was like, oh, my gosh, have you seen this Dr. Frankenstein video? That's so funny. <laughs> and he was like, that's actually terrifying. It's true. And I was like, why? This is so funny. I mean, look at little Michelle. She's a baby and, and she has a grown man mustache. <laughs> um, and he said, no. And, you know, you have to think like this was back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Think of the election back then. Yeah. And like everything that was happening and he was like, "No, the reason why this is scary is because yes, you would never like if we had no idea who Ron Swanson was or yeah. the full house cast, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is a real video and why do they all look like that?" Yeah. He was like, "This is technology that people will say, "No, I saw it yeah. with my own eyes." Really. Ron Swanson's face was on a almost. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like <laughs> But that he was like, I know it's really funny. And yes, it is. But there are people out there who will see something like that Mm -hmm. and take it as freaking Bible. Yeah. And be like, no, I saw it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. And that's how I am so much that I'm like, no, I saw it with my own eyeballs. I know it's true because I saw it. Well, as Dr. Frankenstein is the
1: example here. It's not real. No. And that so much of even vision in general, I think is so tricky. Like, um, I've talked a lot about, you know, I have this thing with my eye. It's a congenital thing. It's called a nystagmus. It's not important. There's this (laughs) thing that happens with my eyes that messes with my vision. Right. And that I glasses help, but not a lot. And I got a new pair of glasses last year that are actually really amazing that I've lost and I can't find them, but I'll find them. They're somewhere. so cute. I know. Um, But when I wear them, I can read street signs. Oh, that's important. I know. Well, you would think. (laughs) But it's actually not that important because I'm 43 years old, okay? And I have driven since I was 16, not being able to read street signs. But what my vision does is my brain kicks into gear. So I see, like, the first letter and the last letter of the street. And my brain fills in the letters in the middle so I know what the streets are, right? And I've done it my whole life, but not until I could see the signs that I realize what it looked like to, like, read a whole word on a street sign, you know? So, like, your vision... No matter how bad it is or no matter what you're looking at, like your brain will fill in gaps for your vision, which is why um, people that have hearing trouble, masks were really hard for them because they read lips so much. And so like they couldn't hear the word, but they could see your lips moving and their brain would help them fill in the gaps, you know. So there's so many things that we see that we think are real that aren't real. And your brain is like, here, let me fix this for you, you know, and gives you a visual of a lot of times what you want to see.
0: Or Laurie, sometimes it's not even what you see. Tell me why. And this was just brought to my attention yesterday. I was born and raised in Arlington. Mm -hmm. I am 35 years old. Mm -hmm. Why do I call it Abrams Street? It's
1: Abram. Did you know this? Oh, yeah. I used to work at Bar Grant. Like, Obviously, yeah. Abram Street, yeah. Too. But it's because the Abrams. M and the S from street. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, that's exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Your brain's like, boop, <laughs> here. They go together, right. you it's know. Abrams. Like, and then, like. No. It's oh, Abram. Shit. It's Abram no. yeah. Street. I wrote that address so many times. Like, yeah, I <laughs> totally got that down. But I don't know why you don't know that. Because it is your town. And you should know, know. that. Um, hysterical. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. I love how we go off on random topics that are not, um, yeah. Not what we started on, like, jamming about. Yeah. Which is okay. Um, so yeah, truth and your truth. So, I guess the biggest point in the truth conversation is what, how do we, how do we reconcile or live with, The idea that sometimes people that we love are going to have a different truth than we are about something, you know, like
0: this is going to require a whole other hour that we don't have time for. I
1: mean, we've got 10 minutes, (laughs) you know, like, because that's well important.
0: Okay. So let's say someone in my family says something that I don't agree with. Okay. Like something about race. Okay. And it's just because they're like, well, I've just, I'm not like that. I don't say that. I don't see that. I don't, that's not how I think. So therefore, that's their reality. They're, oh gosh. I, like, I, someone told me one time that, um, what's the term I'm looking for? You know, is like certain, um, racial statistics don't exist? Right. You know, um, yeah. this was big during George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that, um.
1: Yeah. That you was know, an easy time. Yeah. Yeah. That, what that's hell exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah.
0: Like, so during a really highly charged political time, um, you know, that a lot of statistics were coming out about how people of color are treated. And I was looked at in the face so many times by people who just swore up and down that that's not true. Right. No way is that true because I love black people. And I'm like, well, you may say that, but the truth of the matter is the way they're treated, if you would fucking listen to them, is this. So, this is a black person's experience. Well, this is your experience as a white person. So, what I'm telling you is maybe you just open your ears and listen. Right. You know, and have a little empathy. And, you know, that, um, fuck, I don't even know where I'm going with because this is going to be like a whole thing with me. Okay,
1: so, but ideally, right, and I love this conversation so much because I feel like generationally there is so much uh, of a difference of opinion yes. about things like uh, racial injustice or gender norms or like are people being marginalized or abused or are they just like using it to their advantage kind of thing and that um and that younger generations seem to be more empathetic and sympathetic to this Mm -hmm. and that elder generations seem to like brush it off or whatever and that it is to your point earlier so much about your life experience Mm -hmm. right and one of, I mean, when you're just talking about racial injustice specifically, one of the most fascinating things about truth and facts to me is how many people don't realize that when slavery, like that the Civil War ended slavery and that there wasn't 70 years in there afterwards where people still had slaves like, yeah. and that people were still treated and they weren't allowed to Especially vote. Especially here were, in Texas. Yeah, like, well... in. In
0: the United States, you know, like in that. But there were slaves here in Texas that didn't even know slavery had ended and they were still. And to be honest,
1: I knew that, but only because I seeked that information out for myself because they didn't teach that shit in school when I went to school. They didn't didn't want that to be the case. And that so. But I'm talking about I'm 43 and I knew that. But if somebody's 65 or 75 years old, how much more removed from that information were they except that they lived through some of it and so their life experience looks different around it you know um sort of on the same topic have you watched getting curious
0: i've seen two JVN? episodes but i haven't watched all did of you them? see the binary episode no not yet okay so jvn um jonathan van ness the most
1: Duh. fabulous
0: person on the planet um, identifies as non-binary, which is a hot topic right now. And so he did this whole episode on gender norms and can can we all just not, not have a binary, you know? Mm-hmm. And they did this whole piece on how people have actually always lived this way, mm-hmm. <laughs> always. And that there were clubs, underground clubs, where... Women could go in and wear pants and men could wear makeup, but you always kept like a handkerchief or something in your pocket or a change of clothes with you because if the cops came, right. You better be caught like that. Yeah. Like right. That you better take off that makeup, you better Mm -hmm. change into your dress, you better, you know, and that people have been existing like this outside of these gender norms. Yeah. Forever Since the beginning of time Since the beginning of fucking time But no one would quote unquote know Because it was all underground When actually it didn't used to be underground Like they go back to the Egyptian times When there were pharaohs in Egypt that were very non-binary You know, and anyway Y'all, it's an amazing episode So interesting I can't wait to watch it Um, My whole point is, is that walking down the street and being yourself and living your truth shouldn't be this act
1: of heroism. But it truly is like it it, shouldn't be. No. And and you're talking about it in a way where like your safety is threatened. Your life, your livelihood is threatened. Your ability to like function as a human is threatened. Right. And I'm saying that even when those intense things are not on the table, it's still really hard to live your truth. Like, that how much more beautiful and, you know, compassionate a world we would live in if we could just let one another be who they are Wouldn't without apology, you know? amazing.
0: Like, if I saw Jonathan Van Ness walking down the street with his big, fabulous beard, wearing a skirt, I'd be like, I want to be friends with that human.
1: Truly. So fantastic. And that it's also... Like, And I can speak to, like, like I was raised in the LGBTQ community to an extent. You know, like, Mm -hmm. 50% of my childhood was immersed in this culture. And so, but I remember how I felt when they first started showing, like, men kissing on TV. Mm -hmm. Which has, like, only been a thing for, what, like, 8, 10 years maybe? That you, and even that far back, like, it hardly ever happened. And now it's, like, a little bit more... Mainstream chicks could kiss all day long on TV and it was fine, you know? But like, but I remember how uncomfortable it made me, where I was like, oh my God, is this happening? And then I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know if I wanna watch. But then I was like, why don't I wanna watch? Like, mm. what's up with that, Laurie? And that I, because I was raised in this culture and I've seen two men kiss in real life and it didn't bother me then, but something about it being like on a television okay. show and exposed, like it made me physically uncomfortable. And I feel like that too when jvn and so many others like in the mainstream as far as like non-binary choices were concerned were full beard with the dress and the makeup and stuff and that i would look at it and i would think it was interesting and i would think it was brave when maybe brave is like a shitty way to explain that because why is it brave to just be yourself Mm -hmm. but why does it make me uncomfortable like it did in the beginning and that that is me adjusting my truth a little bit. That's me, like, making space for this thing. And it's still hard for me to do as open-minded as I am. But imagine.
0: Well, and so, oh, my God. I know. We have to go. But <laughs> on this note, like, yes, because there are so many people out there that are like, well, if they want to live that way, that's fine. But do they have to do it to where everyone can oh my see God. it? And blah, 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 that blah, makes me
1: want to throw up everywhere. Like, like.
0: Puke in my mouth, like so. We're just supposed to live our lives to make you comfortable, okay?
1: Wrong. Sure, you're gonna be disappointed. Whole right. Time. That's the way that you look at things. And um, yeah. I think that there's a like things are changing and things are evolving. And I think there's so much power in admitting this idea that, like, now that there is so many different things that are like out of the closet, as it were, and that you look at, like, nobody could listen to JV and talk about being, you know, non binary and not truly love him as a human being because he's a beautiful human and a beautiful spirit, God, right? Yes. And still acknowledge your own discomfort with him living his truth and that we don't get to a place where we all are going to be able to allow one another their truth unless we're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because JVN is probably uncomfortable with a Confederate flag in his face. And
0: guess what? He still gives those people makeovers all day. Yeah. He makes space
1: for that, you know, and that, that the only reason that he can do that freely is because he's allowing them to have their truth, you know? And so it is a two way street. Um, but it takes a lot of, uh, it just takes a lot of courage to look yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, this makes me uncomfortable and I'm going to allow space for it anyway. Truth what is it's messed up y'all like <laughs> I <sighs> should have allowed more time. I, no doubt. <laughs> and I feel better about it, but I'm still working my way around it. So, man, you guys, if this hits some triggers with you today because I know it did me all over I'm the not place, kidding. um That was unexpected. I know. Uh, Share it with somebody that you think might benefit from this conversation. We would love for you to post it in your stories, and we're happy to repost that. We love you guys so much. We see you doing the good work. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thank you.